Thank you for tuning in. We'll get to your program right after this short word from our sponsor. Balance Virtually provides full-service financial planning services for small businesses, nonprofits, and startups. We can help you manage your monthly reporting, bank and credit card reconciliations, budget and forecasting, payroll services, and much more. To schedule a consultation with a certified public accountant with over 16 years of experience helping people like you, visit balancevirtually.com. Balance Virtually, your locally owned full-service financial planning service company. Welcome to the Veronica Edwards Show, where we have fun financial conversations that everyone listening can apply to their personal and professional life. I'm your host, Veronica Edwards, and I'm so excited to be back here season three on bizradio.us. As always, I want to thank the V team for listening and downloading the podcast and listening live. We are reaching more and more streaming platforms, and we are really shooting to get 3,000 downloads in season three. So I'm so excited to have today's guest on the show, a fellow blonde bombshell as myself. Um, You know, we're natural blondes. And this guest is a professional licensed counselor and owner of Rediscover You Counseling Services in Somerville, South Carolina, my hometown. This guest has been in the mental health field for over 12 years, working in various settings, such as the school system, correctional facilities, outpatient services, and in private practice. I cannot wait to hear more about these services and this guest's personal journey to arriving to this point. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce the beautiful, the fashionable, the intelligent Miss Deidre Joyner. Welcome, friend. Thank you. Thank you for the warm welcome. That was fabulous. Thank you. Made me feel so good. <laughs> yes. No, thank you for making the time. You know, Deidre is the mother of three beautiful children, an amazing husband, and all that fun stuff. So I, girl, I understand. There's no time in the day. So I appreciate you making the time. And as always on the show, we always ask the guests to tell the listeners about you, where you're from, and your story that led you to being a licensed counselor and starting your own business. All right. Well, good morning, everybody. Um, So again, thank you again, for Veronica, for the warm welcome. So um, again, my name is Deidre Joyner, and um, I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland, but I've resided in the Charleston area for a majority of my life. Um, how my story kind of led to me becoming a therapist. Initially, um, I actually did not even think of becoming a therapist or even going into the mental health realm. Um, I just think that things just naturally align for me. Uh, My undergrad degree is in criminal justice, and I actually was thinking about going to law school. Um, Completed that and just kind of didn't feel like that was exactly where I needed to be as far as Um, being a lawyer. And I actually started researching programs and kind of talking to other people and decided to get my master's in counseling. Um, And it just kind of really aligned with my personality. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to help people. Also, too, there's a lot that you can do with the degree. So that kind of led me to deciding to go into the mental health field. And honestly, it's been a, a beautiful journey. I really like the field. I like talking about mental health and just its importance um, because this is every day. This is things that we have to do every day to kind of upkeep ourselves and keep ourselves going. So that's kind of my journey. It's, it wasn't exactly planned out, but I do think that, you know, 
when things naturally align and that you receive blessings and resources from other people, it just kind of worked itself out. So that's kind of what has led me into the field and kept me going also in the field. Oh yeah, I totally agree with that. You know, on the show, we have a lot of entrepreneurs and a lot of times it's other people that see it in them or things naturally align, like you said. And I tell people all the time, you have to pay attention to those kind of warning signs. And sometimes it takes getting fired from a job, you know, or a a life change happening, having children or all sorts of things that at the time we might see it as a tragedy or like, oh my goodness, how's this gonna work? But you needed that wake up call to say, hey, I have this talent, people are asking for it, let me kind of walk in my purpose. So I'm so glad that you started Rediscover You Counseling. So let's talk about that. I would love to know how long you've been in business, If you're taking new clients, what type of clients you take? I know you're in South Carolina, but we have listeners all over and we would love to support your services if you do things virtually. So tell us about Rediscover You. So I have been in business for a little bit of two years, um, private practice before I worked for uh, an agency and decided to step out full time on my own. So right now uh, my license is in South Carolina, so I have to see clients who have an address in South Carolina, but I am looking to expand my licensure into probably North Carolina and Georgia areas. Um, so that's a work in progress. Uh, I'm a, I primarily work with women's services, so adult age 18 plus. Um, I do individual sessions, working on a variety of women's issues as far as uh, postpartum, perinatal uh, concerns, coping skills, motherhood, depression, anxiety, mood disorders. Um, so that's kind of my focus. I do have some men as far as working with them, but my specialty is in women's services. I really love it and have a passion for it. So that is kind of what I do. Um, I'm kind of a, I'd say a kind of a take an eclectic approach. I have like an integrative style of pulling from different counseling styles and different things to do. So it's not just a one way or identify as just doing a certain type of uh, technique, but just kind of infusing different things to help people get better. So My goal is, I always talk about mind, body, spirit, mental health is something that we need to take seriously, take care of ourselves and continue to do the work to make sure that we're, you know, living lives that are of purpose meaning and that we're, our well-being is overall in a good status. I love all of that. And especially with us both being African-American women, we know the stigmas in our community Mm -hmm. around mental health. And especially I feel like as black women, we get all the diseases, girl, like we get everything. And a lot of times we're neglected more than our peers, you know, in the healthcare setting. So I would love for you to provide us some tips for women of color listening, especially how do we maintain positive mental health and how can we better advocate for ourselves and our families when we do feel like sometimes we're overlooked? I think, first of all, we need to continue to educate ourselves. A lot of us did not grow up in homes or were not exposed to kind of what therapy looks like and actually what it is. Mm-hmm. Also, to the strong, you know, that strong woman or strong this or kind of like that superwoman kind of cape a lot of us are carrying around that is really heavy and exhausting. We got to take that off. Girl. It is okay to outsource if you're able to get some good people around you. And, you know, sometimes too, our support system doesn't have to just be people we grew up with or in our family. You know, it's good to expand out because sometimes too, 
if your family is in a certain pattern that is dysfunctional and you're only talking to them, how are you <laughs> going to challenge yourself to do better? So, mm -hmm. you know, having some objective people, you know, you know, reaching out, there's so many different things that we could do, like, even through just like social media, reaching out and talking to different groups or joining certain support networks. But I think the biggest thing is every day you should be focusing on something that you can do for yourself, mind, body, spirit. And mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be heavily time consuming mm -hmm. because I know our days are busy. But a lot of times, too, if we break down how we're spending our time and what we're actually spending our time on, we do have like five or 10 minutes to kind of devote to those areas. If you can, you know, you know, read something or journal or listen to something on the way to work that's helpful, you know, making sure that you are, you know, eating properly, mm -hmm. wor wor working on your food intake, you know, your water, also to get out and move, you know, even mm -hmm. if it's 10, 15 minutes or mm -hmm. you have time to do 30 minutes at your house, like go to the gym, join different things, but we really have to learn that it's not selfish to take care of ourselves and it's okay to say no. It's okay to, you know, do things that are different, but you can't be burned out and just constantly pouring into other people. You have to pour back into yourself. So my biggest word of advice is don't neglect you in this mm -hmm. process of life. And it's okay to take some time to slow down, Mm -hmm. work on yourself, get to know yourself, what yes. you want, and to challenge some generational things that you know are not working or dysfunctional and decide for yourself that you're going to do something different. But it, research, exposure, but there's a lot of resources, typically Googling things, asking people, you can call certain um, lines, you know, if you need resources, also your insurance, you can call and see who's in your network. So there's a lot of different things that you can do to make sure that you take get better care of yourself. I absolutely agree. And, and once we get to the end of the show, I definitely want you to plug your social media because Deidre does a good job of, is it daily or is it weekly, Deidre, that you have different tips that you have for people related to mental health? Yes, I like to do like a Motivational Monday um, taping. So I'm going to get back on that. I was being pretty consistent and I'm going to make sure that I am consistent of posting something every week. Mm -hmm. providing mental health tips, also to resources that you can, you know, like have and different things that you can do. But there is a lot of things out here to help us. We just have to be intentional about what we're doing and how we're spending our time to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves in a better realm. Oh, you said that's so good being intentional. I love that you said we all I don't know where this came from, where we grew up thinking that we had to be superwoman and that right. we had to do all of these things. And I think generationally it's changed so much. I mean, statistics mm -hmm. show, especially in the African-American community, women are usually the ones making more money than their partner right. and we have higher education levels. So that has shifted and we're the top in entrepreneurship. So not only does that shift for us, but it shifts in our relationships. So sometimes we do have our spouses, Lamar and Carlos, who we love, they're having to drop off the kids some days, you know, right. and, and help us out. Or like you said, we have to use our extended family and friends to help us at times with babysitting, or if you want to have a date night or girl, you know, we got to get our hair done right, you know, right those type of things but for whatever reason sometimes we feel like oh my gosh i'm a bad parent or why didn't i do that 
I tell people all the time, you need to outsource. If you can get people to help you clean your house, mm-hmm. if you could have order groceries and then you just pick it up, anything that will allow to your point, 10, 15 minutes that you can just have to yourself. Right. And just right. get back centered and focused on what's important for me to do. Um, you're so right. Sometimes we just need to slow down. I think COVID kind of helped us to do that. But mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Deidre. I feel like people are now going on turbo speed now that we're towards <laughs> the end of the pandemic. It's like, no, slow down, slow down. Slow. It's like almost going yeah. in, um, in reverse a little bit. So I'm so glad that you said that. And I want to shout you out when it comes to moving around because, honey, Deidre be out here walking, honey, be doing these marathons. <laughs> Body is tight. You are looking amazing. Deidre had Thank you. a beautiful baby boy three years ago. So I understand, you know, that snapback and not just for you to look, feel good about yourself, but it's just good for you, you know, for your right. health. So I right. love seeing another black female that's out there walking and doing marathons. Typically that in our families, we didn't do, we didn't see that growing up. Right. And I'm very intentional about making time for my physical health. You know, it's, it's kind of one of those things. Once you start making it a habit, Mm -hmm. it is one of those things when you don't do it, you actually feel weird about it. Like, why didn't I do it? Or I need to make sure I kind of plug it in. And it's not necessarily a long time. I try to do like 30 to 45 minutes a day. Some days I have a rest day, but, or a stretch, but mental, like physical health is tied to your mental health and mental health is tied to your physical health. So you have to make sure that you are taking care of those areas, you know, get out and be creative. Like I said, there's a lot of things you can do at home if you Mm -hmm. can't make it to the gym. But again, it's about being intentional. Sometimes you have to just wake up earlier or you have to set aside some time in the evenings, but you have to make it a priority. If not, you'll, you'll do other things. So it's about intentional living. Absolutely. I've been um, working out since the pandemic on Zoom because I am one of those people where I'm like, "Uh I don't want to go to the gym or I'm not motivated or make all these excuses that I didn't have time. And my cousin, (laughs) shout out to her, Sheila, we have an online Zoom that we do with family and friends. And it's very inexpensive. We try to work out four to five times a week. We're working with people's schedules right now. We're doing 6.30 to about 7, 7.15 at night. We're also going to try to add in getting back during the day, maybe during lunchtime that we can work out. But one tip that she said is like, try to do at least one exercise a day. That's just 50 reps. You know, like just say if you do 50 squats and then you take a break and then do that again, maybe do that three times throughout the day. But that repetition of 50, you'll be surprised. Like you said, you could squat when you go in the bathroom, you're (laughs) squatting when you're doing stuff, cleaning around the house. So I love that you said it's all about the mind, body, spirit. So if we want to be mentally healthy, we need to be physically healthy. So, Deidre, before we go, because you have so much knowledge, we always like to provide any tips and jewels, which you already have for the listeners. But specifically Mm -hmm. when it comes to the entrepreneurship, you know, we have people listening that, like yourself, maybe started out working for others in the field that now you're an entrepreneur in. And it can be very nerve wracking. You know, you're leaving a job that, you know, you're going to get paid every other week or whatever frequency and you're going to have benefits. What tips would you provide to those that are like, hey, I want to start this journey like yourself and be in private practice? Well, I think, too, is, you know, where you are. Um, What I did is that I still was when I started the private practice, I still was working full time. So I did it on a part time basis to kind of build up. Mm -hmm. until I was ready to go into it full time. 
to me, researching also to getting a good network of people that do different things that are business related and getting, you know, some honest feedback on ways to do things. How do you do things about your scheduling? It is a risk, but I do think sometimes too, we have to step out and know that, you know, um, to have patience with it. You know, sometimes you're going to do great some, mm -hmm. some weeks and some days may, some weeks may be a little bit slower and also to, to decide what your purpose is, because to me, what has helped me is that I know that I am living a purpose-filled life. And so, and that I'm doing work that I'm proud of. So that mm -hmm. to me offsets some of the nervousness, um, some of the anxiousness, but I think some of it is a healthy amount of it because I feel like yeah. it also motivates you to learn and to, to network and to join associations and to get your name out there. So also to social media, promote Absolutely. your business, you know, use those platforms. That's what people are on. Get on, get on the directories that they have that are available that, you know, you can um, market yourself. But to me, it's about exposure, about getting the great network of people, and also to, to make sure that uh, it's something that you want to do and you're passionate about, um, you know, because it is, it's an ongoing journey. You're constantly learning and saying this worked, this didn't work, and not to be too hard on yourself, but know that you're going to continue to grow mm -hmm. and have grace for yourself on the journey. And I love that you keep emphasizing purpose, you know, having mm -hmm. a purposeful life and not to put you on the spot, but real quick, what would you say to people that are like, I don't know what my purpose is. Like I just work, I just do it because it's a good job, but I don't really have anything that I'm good at, or I don't think I can do anything that's going to make money. How do you, what do you say to people to help them figure out what that purpose is? Well, I say to, you know, I think you have to start somewhere. So first of all, getting out of your comfort zone, because what you do for a living necessarily may not fulfill every area of your purpose. Preach. But also, too, I do know that there are certain skills that you may do professionally that can spill over into, you know, the other sides of you, you know, trying out different artistic um, avenues you know, maybe joining something that you didn't think that, you know, you would ever join because sometimes too, we have to push ourselves out of our comfort zone to find our purpose. Yes. And a lot of times too, it can be through service work. It can be through, you know, establishing a nonprofit. It can be giving back to children. So mm -hmm. it's not always to what you receive in a paycheck is yes. not always aligned with your purpose. The thing about it is to, when you feel that you um, are taking care of all three of your areas of mind, body, spirit. To me, that helps fulfill your purpose because you are in a good headspace. You feel good about your life. You feel good about things that you're doing. So to me, it's a natural progression of, of purpose. And I think too, sometimes we want to have it so defined, but a lot of times too, the reason that we don't have it defined is our approach to it. And so sometimes too, it's just getting out there and trying new things and mm -hmm. seeing what you like and connecting with some different type of people. Because a lot of times too, people can kind of wake you up and say, well, I do this. Would you like to come? And you say, yeah. okay, I'll try it out. And then you figure it out. Like it can be spinoffs to that. So to me, it's just all about stepping out of your comfort zone, deciding how you can do some service work, getting out in the communities, talking to people. To me, that aligns with finding your purpose and feeling good about who you are every day and, and feeling good about this journey. And that to me is important because it's not necessarily always what you do for a living. Girl, drop the mic. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I mean, I feel like people 
spend too much time trying to figure out, well, what's a job that's going to give me the most money? And we always know how that's going to end. And also people don't like change and they don't like getting out of their comfort zone. So I'm sure people might look at you and me and be like, oh, you guys got businesses. Y'all could just lay up. Y'all got to do anything. And it's like, no, you work 10 times harder (laughs) when you have your own business. It's just that you're doing something you're passionate about. So it doesn't really feel like work. And I think if more people did that, to your point, they would find what their purpose is. So, wow. Well, Deidre, we're already to the end of the show. Oh, wow. I know. So before you plug how people can follow you, even if they cannot get your services, like you said, you do your motivational Mondays, and I'm sure you're going to do other things. Girl, you know I got to shout out the whole Joyner family, so let me go. We got to start out. With your amazing husband, aka the son that my daddy and mama never had, that they always call him, <laughs> Mr. Lamar Joyner, who's also a very successful serial entrepreneur. He does real estate, DJing, he referees, he does it all. I gotta mention your beautiful, gorgeous mother, Candy Girl, as I call her, Miss Candy, the original <laughs> blonde, mom, my mom's best friend, and my favorite girl, Ayana, your oldest daughter, who just started what tenth grade on Monday. Yes, that's great. I want her on the show. She's also an entrepreneur. She's big into fashion like yourself. She dances. She does hair. You have two other beautiful children, Miss Aaliyah, who's 10 years old and is always cleaning up at the award ceremonies at school. Every (laughs) (laughs) I know she's ready. Is this fifth grade for her this year? Yes, fifth grade. Growing up on me. And the last one, honey, Mr. Amari, who's three years old. And I don't even know what he's doing except getting into everything, but we're here for Being busy, as I say, being busy, being a boy. And and real quick, I got to shout your brother, Daryl, honey. Sexy Daryl, who served the whole country proudly. Now he's retired from the military. So shout out to Daryl. But please, before we go, please tell everyone how we can follow you and support your business. So I have a Facebook page. It's just simply uh, Rediscover You Counseling. I also to have a website. It's www.rediscoveryoucounseling.com. Um, I am also on Instagram and TikTok. And so um, I do post videos that I leave open so anybody can view them, like as far as the motivational videos. But um TikTok, I mean, excuse me, Facebook is the, the best way uh, also to my website to get in contact with me because they have where you can send an email if you like and it goes right to me so I can respond if you have any inquiries or any questions. Thank you so much, Deidre. And you'll definitely be back. And I want to thank the listeners for tuning into bizradio.us. Please come back. Same time, same place. 10 a.m. on Wednesdays for the Veronica Edwards show. And if you missed the live airing, you can listen to all prior shows at veronicaedwards.buzzsprout.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.